Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This guy in Portland, Oregon, clearly didn't think his cunning criminal plan all the way through. Oh, sure, he got through the first part just fine. Grabbing a $12,000 ring from an employee's hand at a pawn shop on North Lombard last week and making a clean getaway. It was the most expensive ring in the store. Dude ran away with it in his pocket. But then, of course, what to do with the diamond solitaire that weighed in at just over a carat? Clearly, it's not something you can use to pay your bills with. You need to turn it into cash. So one might naturally think a valuable of of such a nature could be sold to a pawn shop. But clearly, except for this guy, you wouldn't want to choose the same people. One day later, the criminal walked into a branch of the same pawn shop on the other side of town and offered it for sale. And when the manager told him it looked like the one that was stolen yesterday from Lombard, dude ran out (laughs) empty-handed. Can you be that stupid? Uh, clearly you can, yes. I guess so. Well, Cliff. Yes? The answer this morning is Super Bowl 53. And what's the question? What can be even more boring than soccer? <laughs> wow. Was that not well, horrid? It certainly was a defensive struggle now, wasn't it? Oh. <laughs> when you hear someone say that in any sport, yeah. that's when it's, it's time to change. That it's a, yeah. Yes. I got to the end, and I'm like, I stayed up late to watch this all the way in its entirety. I think the score was 13-3. to 3. Yes. I uh, pretty That's well correct. tuned out after the 217th pun of the game. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you were playing the... If you were playing the drinking game, let's take a shot every time the Rams punt. This morning, you, you be, need a new liver. Be hurting. Yes. Even the commercials were bad. Yeah. I mean, there were some high points. But by and large, there were no, you know, award winners. I did like the guy choking on a cashew. Oh, that was funny, yeah. Now, when that's the highlight, (laughs) near death, (laughs) you might want to crank those commercial quality up a little next year. Please remember, any stairway is a stairway to heaven if you're clumsy enough. (laughs) Is that not true? Well, no, it's true. <laughs> May not be a happy-go-lucky thing to remember. No. But, but if you're clumsy it's a enough... Serious point that everyone should be aware of, I suppose. That's exactly right. Yeah. Cliff, I saw this morning that the next Mission Impossible movie will come yeah. out in 2021. Really? And then okay. another one in 2022. Okay. Now, I'm going off of memory here, but yeah. I'm fairly certain mm-hmm. that there have been six Mission Impossible movies that have come out. So this would be seven and eight. I think by now it's safe to say yeah. the mission is quite possible. <laughs> it keeps happening over That's and right. over. You tell me it's impossible, <laughs> there's, but yet... There's always a few moments when you think, well, this is really going to be impossible. But then as it turns out, it always turns out to be possible. You're absolutely right. So quit telling us it's... the mission's impossible. <laughs> Why don't you name uh, it something uh, like, yeah. it looks impossible. Yeah. But we got it figured out. That's all you got to do. Right. Because I keep thinking this will be the last one. 
This is the last <laughs> Mission Impossible. The, this is the one where Tom Cruise dies. Yeah, it's all over because... <laughs> they finally found one that was impossible. We, they're called the Spoil Islands, and they provide shelter and refuge to some of Florida's most treasured wildlife. The small, sandy spots that dot the Indian River Lagoon all up and down Florida's east coast, also frequented by kayakers, fishermen, and picnickers, picnickers all year long. A quick boat ride to their sandy shores for a full day of fun, much the same way as boaters gather on sandbars in the Ohio in the summer here. There is, however, just one problem, as reported by the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast! Yes, of course, the Florida Department of Environmental Protection wants people to enjoy those islands, but only if visitors can follow this rule. Stop pooping on them! <laughs> the islands lack the proper soil to effectively break down human waste, even if you bury it. So visitors are now being asked to take along a WAG bag when they go. WAG, in this case, stands for Waste alleviation, and gelling, which basically means you're going to poop in a sack and carry it home. Just make sure the bag is sealed tightly when you're done. I'm trying to picture somebody doing that. That'd be like an Olympic sport <laughs> event there, Cliff. I mean, that's a little tough to do. You know what I'm saying? Without falling right. over. No, yeah. You know, fall in the bag and it's a bad day on the island. <laughs> I just don't think I have the balance for that, Cliff, from your last story. I, maybe in my 20s I could you have, but... Had that squatted catch it in a bag. I don't think I can do it now. I think I would lose my balance. You know, I think a lot of people, if they're going out like that, you know, because, heck, even digging a hole in the ground and, you know, pooping in the hole also has the same level of difficulty. They're going to take a, uh, like a five-gallon bucket and put the bag in the bucket. Of course. And do that. Of course. I think most people would do that. See, that's why I don't like to get out very much. I don't know what to do when pressure's on. So, yes, that's an excellent, excellent, okay. excellent idea. Okay, good. I saw this story. thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. It's 41 feet, 8 inches tall. Okay. It's been assembled in the country of India. Yeah. It's the world's largest tower of cupcakes. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. I saw a picture of it on the Internet. It is absolutely awesome. Striking. I'm telling wow. you, Cliff. Wow. It's not every day. And you'll have to admit this is true. What's that? It's not every day yeah. that we build a monument to diabetes. <laughs> but there it is. 41 feet, 8 inches. You're right. Worship at yeah. the Tower of Diabetes yeah. here. Perhaps you saw this, Cliff, that yeah. a zoo mm. in London yeah. is allowing rejected lovers to get revenge on Valentine's Day what, what, how, how? You can name a cockroach after your ex. <laughs> now. Okay. I don't know, Cliff. Yeah. I think zoos ought to have animals that I can't have myself, for one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I can't have a lion at my house, and so I can go to a zoo and see one. And see but one. Cockroaches. You can see those at your house. You, well, you, anybody, you well, know, they happen. They come around. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to see them. I don't want to see them, but, but you, you can, can see, see them, them occasionally, yes. yes. Maybe they're these those uh, Madagascar hissing cockroaches that are like four inches long. They're two bucks. Co- Cost you two bucks to do it. To, to name a cockroach after your ex. Yes, I'm too cheap for that. I'd wait well, till the day after Valentine's Day when they're above. You get the markdown. Yes, I get right. them. I'll, t- I'll take the $1 cockroach right over there. Throw this name on it right here. And I guess, Cliff, I wonder... Yeah. Are you allowed to step on them after you purchase them? I mean, 
slap her name on there? And, no, huh? probably not. Well, of course not. <laughs> Mercy. A little bit embarrassed this morning, Cliff. I what? still have my decorations up for Groundhog Day at my house. <laughs> Should have took them down yesterday. But you should have, because it was a nice day. I wanted to watch the big game. and Yeah. So, How'd that work out? <laughs> well, I should have took my decorations down, as a matter of fact, but yeah. I'll get to them. I'll get to them tonight. Okay. At least I opened up my All Groundhog's right. presents on Groundhog Day. Have... <laughs> Some people you, wait till Groundhog's Day. You exchange day. gifts for Groundhog Day. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> I could think most everyone else doesn't. Well, I figure most people do it on the day. I do it on well, the eve. no, no. <laughs> Christmas no on Christmas one, Day. No, no one, no one, no one does gifts for Groundhog Day. Well, you should have been to my house. You could have got a gift. I oh, buy for everyone, Cliff. <laughs> Earlier this morning, we were yeah. talking about the commercials during the Super Bowl. Yes, we had mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. coughing on a cashew was pretty good. <laughs> but I kind of forgot some, about. Someone had to give him the Heinlich maneuver. Yes, <laughs> I remember that. And I kind of forgot about this. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. The Bud Light Knight <laughs> was killed. Oh, I forgot. I mean, I re- I re- I think what happened after that kind of just shocked me out of the fact that the Bud Light Knight was killed. There was a jousting match, and well, he lost. And then, like, the dragon came out, and I'm like, "What's going on here?" And I forgot about the fact that they left the Bud Light Knight, uh, well, dead on the in the jousting uh, arena. Perhaps, you know, his costume didn't help well, him. you know, you really should make armor out of something besides aluminum beer cans. Yes. <laughs> Just say it. Now they're probably all thinking, oh, man, what but are we I doing But I will say for? one thing. At least he didn't have to watch the rest of that football game. Good Lord, that was bad. I kind of, um, <laughs> I was kind of jealous of him after a while, Cliff, I'm telling you. Let's try not to do that this Valentine's. Tell your uh, loved one that they're crazy, but they're beautiful to you. That's probably not going to be a good idea. Yeah. 64 for the high today. We'll uh, yeah. have a chance of rain showers. It's going to be windy, too, and right now it's 51. And Well, Cliff, over the weekend, yeah. I know you didn't know because you weren't here Thursday and Friday. But, but, but what? Well, we had a little trouble with our love machine. and. Oh, well, we did. Yes. Uh, and uh, Yeah, you, you fired that up for the first time when I was gone. Yes, and it seems it like it's a little yeah. bit tight, like a bad slot machine. <laughs> so over the weekend, yeah. I, uh, I got inside there, and I did some uh, I did some work on it, trying okay. to loosen things up. I got all greasy and stuff, oh, and I really? don't like being greasy. No. But uh, this is one of the reasons I don't like a fried chicken on the bone <laughs> is because it's all greasy, and I don't like it all over me. But I think we've got it figured out. So before 8.15 this morning, okay, we're going to fire up the love machine. You'll call us at 812-386-1250. Yeah. You'll give us your name, your significant other's name, and we'll uh, stick those names in the love machine. Cool. And see if he's nice and loose this morning. Woo! We'll find out. It was one of those things police always tell retail workers to never do. It's too dangerous. And yet in this case, it worked. The assailant, Saturday night, walked into a convenience store in Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, approached the clerk standing at the cash register and demanded money. Now, the convenience store employee at that point was faced with a critical decision, comply or risk the danger of the possible interaction with the criminal, defending both his own honor and that of the store itself. We don't know what weapons the criminal may or may not have been displaying, and that likely played a role in what the clerk did next. But we do know that the clerk clearly went on the defensive route by picking up and slugging the perpetrator with a banana. (laughs) 
the criminal clearly left himself ripe for the picking by exposing himself to the attack, and then after saying, thanks a bunch, but no thanks, ran away empty-handed. <laughs> and this is the honest-to-goodness truth. The Peel Regional Police Force continues to look for the person responsible. And yes, Peel is an honest-to-goodness location in Canada. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be slapped in the face with a banana. How about you? No. You ever been slapped with a banana? I can't say that I've ever been slapped with a banana. And, you know, I see those in the stores right all the time. The, right at the checkout of the convenience yeah, store. Yeah, there's absolutely no one that ever eats them, so there's no telling, <laughs> you know, how long they've been there. and yeah. What's, who who's touched them and what nastiness is on exactly yeah mm. who who come by and coughed on that then walked out the door or licked it like the guy with the door <laughs> remember that the <laughs> ringer yeah. Mm. yeah we're doing yeah. it next here on country 98 one on the morning road show we're bringing out the love machine Woo. so give us a call you could be our very first qualifier this morning hey Brittany. Mm-hmm. congratulations you're the very first qualifier well we've done. received so far Awesome. Yes. Now, you're qualified to be our grand champion. We can't tell you the percentage because the uh, total, the the highest percentage is going to be our grand prize winner. But you're in the running. How's that? That's awesome. All right. We're going to give this prize away on the 11th, one week from today. So you keep it tuned to Country 98.1. Well, Cliff, if the chief of police here in Princeton could read a calendar, we'd be doing this interview next week. (laughs) But he's but popped in here. Instead, we're doing it today. Yes, we are. We're going to speak with Derek McGraw. That's fine and dandy. We don't care. We can yak about anything in the we last minute. If we'd have had a week, now really, would we have prepared for it anymore? No, but it makes for a good story <laughs> oh, that's in case true. this really blows. And it's all his fault. Yes, there you go. All right. Well, Cliff, when you think yeah. back to last week, last Tuesday and Wednesday, yeah. we had wind chills way, way, way below zero. I mean, it was miserable around here. Yeah, it really wasn't very nice at all. No. And here today, we're shooting for 64 for the high. And yeah. Well, I heard last week a lot of people would complain about the weather and how cold it was. And, you know, everybody would say the same thing. Well, you know, it's the weather. What are you going to do about it? Well, I don't want to be patted on the back or anything, Cliff. Yeah. But I decided, what are you talking about? I decided Wednesday after I got home from work and I kept hearing everybody talking about there's nothing you can do about it. I decided to do something about the weather. Oh, you did, huh? Yes, and so when I got home Wednesday, yeah, I went and I asked Alexa to do something about this cold weather. And look what's happened. You see, it I was proactive. I mean, I mean, yesterday, it was one of the nicest days of the year, if not the nicest day of the year. That's exactly right. So I think... And so you're suggesting that Alexa, you, you went home and you asked Alexa, can we have some nice weather? Yes. And she responded. So you're responsible for yesterday. Well, not totally, and not well, 100%. I mean, she had a little bit to do with it, but I'm the only one that actually asked her. I bet nobody else listening of our 11 listeners, no one said, Alexa, do something about this cold weather. But I thought of it, Cliff, and I want a little bit of credit for this great weather we're having. Let's go to the phone line. Hi, who's this? Brandon Brady. Brandon, where are you from? Flat Rock, Illinois. All right, are you ready to uh, try your luck with the love machine? Yeah. All right. Well, Brandon, we need the name of your significant other. It's Christia Brady. Christia? Yep. K-R-I-S-T-I-A. All right. We've got the names wrote down. We're sticking them in the slot in the love machine. Yep. You hang in there just about 10 seconds, okay? All right. Here we go. Well, Brandon, I'll say this. I think us playing with the love machine this weekend has loosened (laughs) things up because you've qualified, too, to be a qualifier to win the grand prize. 
<laughs> All right. So, Brandon, you and your wife, is that correct? Yep. Christia. Yep. I love that name. I've never heard of that before. Have you nope. ever met another Christia in your life, Brandon? No, no, I have not. Wow. Do you know how she came about that name? Yeah, her mom named her that name, and it's, it's, a, it's a unique name, you know. You never see it. That's I'm cool. telling you. Yeah. Playing with that machine mm-hmm. has got things loosened up here. Here's Michael Ray, <laughs> one that got away. All weekend long. Well, hold your breath because the take it to the bank is just moments away Oh, here. I can't wait. Well, I didn't even do it on Thursday and Friday, really? Cliff, because I didn't want you to miss the take it to the bank. I know that would upset you completely. <laughs> and so today, Cliff, okay, your first day back, Yeah. how about you decide I'm going to give you two choices here. Okay. We can uh, have a take it to the bank where we talk about a little bit of booze. All right. Or gas prices. Booze or gas. Booze it's up or to gas. You. It's up to you. Whichever you, one you want. Um, Let's go with uh, gas. Gas? Yes. You thought I was going to say booze. I was almost assured that you were going to. <laughs> well, we'll be talking about gas prices. Okay. And why you uh, go to buy gas and it's like $2.00. Twelve point nine cents. You ever wondered why they have the point you know, nine? No, I kind of have wondered about that actually. I <sighs> didn't know anyone knew the answer. And that's why, Cliff. Yeah. This is one of the greatest radio segments of all time. <laughs> Take it to the bank. Lord. It's on the way, Cliff. I've been wondering this ever since I was a little kid. You'd what? go to the past a gas what? station, what and it would say about? the price of gas oh. is something oh, point yeah. nine. Yeah, why, why does it say that? Yes, and so I finally got tired of it, and today I decided yeah. to do some research. Okay. And the reason when you're getting gas today at the pump, and you yeah. look at it, and it mm-hmm. says like $2.129, that comes to us thanks to the Great Depression. Okay. When no one had any money. Yeah. And Congress decided this would be a great time to put a gas tax on of 1.5 cents. You know, since you don't have any money anyway, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, let's... Let's just get a little more of it. Yes. What you don't have. So 1.5 is what they came up with. And so all the gas stations hard to stay, hard to start calculating gasoline with tenths of a gallon from then on. And yeah. the tradition has stuck since the 1930s. <laughs> well, how did it get from 0.5 to 0.9? Because you make a little bit more money when it's 0.9. It's easier to round up. That's I exactly right. Say. Yes. And that... All of that, Cliff. Yeah. You can take to the bank right here on the Morning Road Show. Cliff, anything said today? Uh, morning Road Show phrases of the day. Start with number three a monument to diabetes. <laughs> number two, you're going to poop in a bag. And the number one Morning Road Show phrase for today I played with a love machine all weekend long. Got that thing ready to go, That's too. That's right. You loosen uh-huh. it right up. Mm-hmm. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.